0: Welcome to the podcast. Notice I didn't say the well that's good podcast because this is a new type of show that we're gonna have on the podcast called the Sisters and Friends Show. So, this is gonna be really exciting where I'm just gonna have on girls who are my real life sisters and friends, and we're gonna talk about conversations and start conversations about things that we are all going through as sisters as girls in this big world. And you know, I was just thinking about how so many times in the podcast, whether that's good or just in life, I reference and I give the advice, you know, if you're struggling, like go to a sister, go to a friend, go to your community, go to your mom, go to whoever. And I realized that not everybody has that yet. Maybe um, not everybody has a sister. They don't have that friend who loves the Lord, who they can go to about stuff. They don't have, you know, maybe a good mentor in their life. And so hopefully we can be a sense of that from afar, hopefully you can dive into some of our conversations, listen in and get advice. We're also just going to be goofy because that's who we are. We're going to have some conversations that might not have any meaning to anything, but hey, isn't that the kind of conversations you have with your friends anyways? Um, I'm so excited. The first two guests I have on are Courtney and Stephanie, which I never call them that. They are Court and Steph. And they are two of my closest sisters and friends. We've been friends and uh, for about five years yeah. And they uh, not only are my sisters and friends, we work together. We started LO basically together five years ago and have built everything that we're doing now. And it's just so fun to do life with y'all. So thanks for being my first guest. Thanks for having us. For real. Honored.
1: I feel so honored. This is
0: also kind of funny, too, because basically um, the whole um, prep for this podcast is hashtag wing it. So they're like, so what are we going to talk about? I'm like, I have no idea. We're going to wing it.
1: It, Well, also, it's been quite a week for you. So there hasn't been a lot of time to just sit down and be like,
0: oh, what are we actually going to talk about?
1: Whatever. It's been pretty go, go, go this week.
0: That's true. This is literally my 27th podcast this week. And That's y'all know crazy. this, for perspective, did I not tell you last year when we were scheduling thing? I was like, hey, can you like never book me for like two podcasts a day because right. more than two because two feels a little bit overwhelming. And this week I've done twenty seven. <laughs> so like what, five or six oh, average man. a day? Yeah, six
1: on average. My every bad. Day. Yeah stuff. My Come bad. What's
0: that scheduling? What how did that happen? <laughs> Just,
1: you had a lot to say this week though. The book came out. The book came out. Woo! I oh, yeah, that was exciting. No was that, that actually was a lot though. Yeah. I, I didn't I don't know how you do that.
0: Well, now you're doing it. Now you're on the podcast. Well,
1: I don't have twenty-nine more to go.
0: How does it feel to be in the hot seat?
1: <laughs> a little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Ooh. Are you nervous?
1: Matt doesn't get nervous. I don't feel nervous. <laughs> so I would be nervous if this was like we were on a stage in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But not right now because it's just you guys. Yeah. And
0: you yeah. guys are easy. Okay, so hey, what feel. scenario in life would actually make you nervous? Um I'm actually very interested in this.
1: Gosh. If I was in charge, like, if I was in charge of something that involved, like, a wild animal or a snake or something, well, it would be very that's nervous. That's valid. Or if I had to get up and, like, give a full, like, message, like, what you do, that would make me really nervous. Yeah. I can get up in front of people and, like, give direction or be like, this is what yeah. we're doing, this is the plan, yeah. this is the thing, like, because I feel confident in knowing those details. Yeah. But I... What you do actually would make me nervous. That
0: Public speaking is literally the number one fear that people have. So yeah. that's valid. Yeah. And I'm scared of sharks. So you're scared of snakes. Yeah. I'm scared of sharks. That's real, too. Yeah. You have very valid fears. Okay. Thank you. But, Thank Court, you. you get more nervous about things. I get nervous about everyday things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Court's like, I remember you said that book. It's like how to not be like socially awkward or something. Yeah. And I was like, Court, that's so cute. Why? <laughs> you're you not really awkward. Did you really that book?
2: Yeah, I totally had that book, like, years ago. when We first lived together and worked together. But you're not awkward. uh, Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I would have never thought that about you. No, I feel like everyday small things can make me really nervous. Like, when I first met Sadie, like, if I would, like, fumble or, like, say something or, like, even around my friends, like, get embarrassed myself, I would, like, get so nervous. Yeah. Like, y'all have really taught me, like... It's okay to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's like, y'all y'all really help that out. True friends. Look, that's
0: real though. And I actually used to be like that. Like, I had so much self-doubt. Like, I'd go through my day and then I'd just keep being like, oh, that was so stupid. Why did I say that? Or like, that did not come out right. Or mm-hmm. what did you... And like, it really affected even the people around me because I needed so much affirmation. Like, I was yeah. kind of like that when we first became friends and stuff. But even like, with Christian, sometimes I'll still do it. I'll be like, hey, whenever I said this early on the phone with that person, did that sound weird? And he's like, no. Like, like, just chill, yeah. you know? And I remember, like, so many people speaking over me, like, no more self-doubt. Just, like, stop doubting yourself. But yeah. I actually heard um, on the podcast a few weeks ago, Ben Stewart, he said that um, instead of, like, shaming yourself, be curious about yourself. <laughs> and I've been doing that this week. Where like, I'll say something, and I'll be like, why did I do that? Instead of doing that, I'll be like, why did I? Why did I say mm-hmm. that? Like, Or why am I, like, questioning that? And then normally you can give yourself a rational answer like, oh, I don't know, maybe I was tired or maybe I was, right. like, nervous
1: for no reason or whatever, you know? I right. thought that was good. It is interesting to, like, take a minute and pause because then it's, like, once you do have that realization, like, was I tired or was I whatever, it does allow you to move on so much faster.
0: Yeah, true.
1: But we're so – yeah, that that was such good advice that Ben gave because I think I'm often too afraid to actually just sit in my thoughts and ask myself that question, like, mm-hmm. why didn't yeah. I do that?
0: Yeah, because then you think you're going to be, like, more Ooh. embarrassed. Right, you know? right.
1: Yeah. Where then you're like, actually, no, I can just deal with it and move on.
0: Totally. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so most of what we do is literally to reach college students. Like, obviously, we want to reach all sisters and friends out there and, like, whoever's listening, whatever age, like, we want to be your sister and friend but a lot of what we do we put this emphasis on the college student Mm -hmm. and a lot of that kind of came from you court i remember when you um first moved to nashville we were Mm -hmm. roommates and we were talking about live original and what we want to do and accomplish and you were like i have this heart for the college student and so kind of tell us why Mm -hmm. like why did you have this like burning heart
2: for college students to even know why yeah, that's such a good question. I feel like it really stemmed from like what we're all about is in college in that season of life, I feel like I didn't have really great sisters and friends. Mm-hmm. I was I knew a ton of people like was always surrounded by people, but yeah. was not actually fully known. Mm. And so I think that really caused like a lack of confidence, like yep. a lack of like true identity in who I was, yep. um, and really searching that for that in so many other places. And so I think when I think about college students, I'm like, gosh, I wish in college, I really had sisters and friends who knew me and accepted me mm-hmm. for who I am. Right. And I don't have to change that, right. you know, because is mm-hmm. how God's made me. And this is what I believe in yeah. too. And I think that's a really hard time to find that in college. Right. Because you're just really yeah. just looking for acceptance in yes. so many places. Oh, my you know?
0: gosh. 100%. But you know what's so weird is it's, like, it's so hard to find that, but it, like, there's so many things set up for you to, like, sororities and, like, sisterhood and all this stuff. Right. And, like, you were even in a sorority mm-hmm. and you liked your sorority and all those things, but, like, I love how you said you were you were around all these people and you might have had this like sorority sisterhood, but you didn't feel known by them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was because um, of you, you know, not allowing yourself to be an or mm-hmm. Maybe that was because of the, just the pressure of being yeah. a college yeah. student and being cool and being likable and staying relevant and doing all the things and maintaining an image. And yeah. that is a hard place to break through all of that mold and just like be who you are. Yes.
1: I think it's so many of those reasons, but I'm curious to hear from both of you, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think there are so many opportunities for college girls to get set up to have friends, but, like, they still don't? I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but, like, because I'm always – I think everybody has their own reasons to why that is, but I'm always shook by how many messages come in, like, the DMs for LO of, like Mm – how do you have friends or how do you make friends? You guys talk about being sisters and friends. Like, I don't have any. I feel so lonely. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Like, there are so many great avenues. But what do you think it really is that makes you move from I'm with people, but now I'm fully known by people?
0: Mm -hmm. I think it's just you being real. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's you busting past that barrier of, like, what will they think of me? What will they know me as? Will they not like me? Will I not be cool? And just being like, Hey, I'm Sadie, <laughs> and, like, I'm yeah. I'm a human, and I'm struggling with this, or I love this. Maybe it's, like, everyone else is, like, I love to go out, and I love to party, yeah. And you're, like, I like to just, like, hang out with my friends and watch Gilmore Girls, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, break the mold. Like, yeah. be, like. Actually, we don't have to do this because I don't like this. This is not even who I am. Um, this is who I am. And normally when you do break the mold and you you know, stand for your originality or what you believe or just what you like to do, it's amazing how many other people are behind you and are like, me too. Like I like to do those same things or I have been wanting a friend like this or like I actually have been wanting to start a Bible study too. I've been too scared Like who would do it with me or Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to have like Gilmore Girls nights every Tuesday because I just love it. You know, like whatever it is that might seem cheesy or it might not seem cool. Like if you think it's cool, odds are a lot of other people probably do too, you Mm -hmm. know, and you just have to lead that and own that. And I think like building community, it starts with you, you know, like, thinking about this like I've been kind of talking about this a lot about how building is a hard process and we've been wanting to start our house for so long we're about to start building and building is hard and it takes intentionality and it has taken us a year to even start building you know and I think in the same sense it's like that with community it's like oh we want friends we want friends we yeah. want friends we Want to build a house? So you want to build a house. So you want to build a house, and eventually you just have to start building, mm-hmm. you know. And then you have to find the people who can do the job. Yeah. And so it's the same way. Like once you say, okay, I'm gonna build the house. I'm gonna build this community. This is what I want this to look like. So I'm gonna bring the vision. I'm gonna show up to the right. to the spot. I'm gonna you know um, keep showing up day after day, and all of a sudden you look up and you're like, wow, I built a house. Like, wow, I built a community. Mm -hmm. And it takes you being intentional. It takes you showing up. It takes you casting a vision and just going for it, you know?
2: Yeah, that's good. I was going to say too, I think a lot of that is, especially in those college years or when you're like a young adult, early 20s, it's so easy to just follow. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think
2: truly you have to be comfortable just leading like you just said like yeah lead hosting someone yeah instead of waiting for someone to come to you so you can follow them just be the leader and that does takes a little bit of discomfort or you might get some rejection and you know what you probably will you will you're gonna be fine so I think just like shifting our mindset you know as we're pursuing friendships and as we're pursuing community like no matter what season we're in like you have to just be the one to do it Mm -hmm. like you said and it takes time
1: yeah too because It it is. It's showing up every single time, being intentional, Mm -hmm. but showing up, it it takes time to build those things. It's Mm -hmm. like a culmination of having shared experiences or going on a a trip or, you know, like we want to go on a trip and you have, you come back and you're like, I didn't realize how close we were. Like even our team retreat, it's like those shared experiences help build those friendships or at least they have for me. Totally. But you have to keep showing up to those things you have to say yes you have to take the invite yeah. or invite the people on the trip or do that so
0: i love how two mama yeah. says uh forced fun is actually fun yeah like how you know you don't think it's gonna be fun when you force it but actually forced fun is fun like if you say like hey like we're going to play this game it might be like oh this could be this could kind of crash and burn but normally it's really fun or like when we say like we're gonna go on this trip and it, You know, even our team retreat, nobody really, like, we had not all hung out at the same time together. There were new Mm -hmm. girls coming in and, like, had potential to be awkward, but it was so fun. And then, like, we've done so many trips, and sometimes it's like, oh, well, we're really busy, and you're like, should I take the time? But it's like, it's always worth it, you Mm -hmm. know? It's always worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about your life because I think that this. Because, you, you know, people see. I
1: immediately start laughing when you said I'm thinking I think about, about your art. life. Which yeah. Part of, which part? So I, I think about your life. And oh, no. I want no. You to share your life with everyone. Yeah.
0: No, I, I think that this is relatable, though, from yeah. a sister and a friend who people could look at you right now and they don't know your whole resume, but they assume you're killing it because you're sitting here on this podcast and I just said you pretty much started LO. You have managed tours mm-hmm. you have started this podcast you have led this podcast you have done uh, I'm talking about well that's good I'm talking about the one that that, that so, is successful yeah. and doing really well you've started <laughs> all these things and um you live in Nashville you're successful okay when you were in college I know your story it didn't oh. look like the road of success was coming your way <laughs> and so, I'm just saying I'm
1: just being honest I, I, no but that's real it really did not look like the my college experience was a joke, honestly. Okay, y'all know this, but my, my freshman year, I was going to Michigan State University. My freshman year, I skipped so much school, I almost, like, Which didn't so make it into the next semester. Me. Because I was just there to have a good time. Yeah. Genuinely, I remember the first week of class, I was in my dorm room, and I'm, like, looking at my schedule, and I was like, oh, like, I have to go to class. Like classes, like cl- like school. Oh, people go to class at college. Like I was totally there. Just dang, genuinely had that thought. I know, and I can say that because it's funny now. But like my brother went there. So many of my friends from high school went there, and I was just like, "This is the next. This is what you the next thing." And I had zero thought about like actually where my life was going to go or what yeah. God had for me. It was just kind of like, "Well, this is the next thing I need to do," and. My friends had a chart and they would put stickers next to it if I went to class like uh, like as if I was a toddler. That's
0: a good sister. That's friend. a good sister and a Those friend. Those were like we <laughs> got to keep you
1: on track and we got to so get you. so anyway, college. it was it was not a great. I was not thriving my first two years of school. Took a year off, did a, like a ministry internship which was really good for me just to kind of pause. Which some people say don't stop during school because you don't go back, but for me, that was what I needed, and I did go back, and during that year, I was like, okay, I need to get serious because mm-hmm. I really felt the call to, I wanted to go to Belmont, I wanted to study music business, I had this shift in my heart of, like, no, this is what I want to do, and it literally lit a fire under me mm-hmm. of, like, okay, if this is what I want to do, this is what I I'm feel passionate about, and I need to move in that direction, I, I don't know how I'm going to get into Belmont, mm-hmm. my grades are a joke. But somehow, God, no! Like, like I, no. I've also said this too. I wrote a letter with my application to Belmont and said, "Like, dear admissions committee, I know this doesn't look good, but like, I am begging you to please let me in." Wow. And I got in. And
2: convincing letters, yeah.
1: Yeah. I wish I could find that letter. It would be really fun to look at that. Up. Awesome. Yeah. And but I, I took Bel- I was going to Belmont when I finally got there. I took it so serious. Like, I did not skip class. And there's something I think just that switched to me of like when you feel motivated about where you're going, mm-hmm. at least for me, I was like nothing I don't want anything to stop mm-hmm. me, including that's myself. Good. Yeah. But yeah, it was not the
0: that's it didn't so good. look like
1: something that was gonna pan out right for
0: but me. But I love how there was a moment where you fought for yourself. Like yeah. I think that's so important because I think a lot of people are like Oh man, I'm just like I'm losing it. This mm-hmm. is not good. Like I, I did just come here for the fun. It shows, or and it doesn't just have to be in college. It can be at any point in life. I'm right. Just like man, like I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm not doing the job I want to do. I'm not owning school like I want to own it. Right. I'm not making good grades. I'm mm-hmm. not never gonna have the job. And it's like, yeah, you're never going to if you don't try. Like you're mm-hmm. never going to if you don't work hard for it. And I love how you were like, I gotta take ownership of my own life. Like right. No one's going to fight for me but me in this moment. Right. And, like, there's something to, like, you know, trusting God that God's going to do what he can only do, but also working hard with, like, what yes. you've been given, you know? Because, think like, yeah. some of us are just, like, waiting on God to move, and God's like, I'm waiting on you to move. 100%. I'm moving. I'm here. Like, right. you do something. Like, yes. that writing the letter I think is super inspiring.
1: Thank you. I'll add to this, too, because looking back, one of the things that I'm really thankful for was, it, I guess in that season, or one of the things I learned was that showing up when I went to Belmont didn't necessarily mean that I was going to become successful mm-hmm. or that I was going to be promised a great job or mm-hmm. have whatever. But in that season, I just remember being like, I'm in the right spot and giving like everything, like using every ounce of my God given potential in this moment. Yep. And no matter what happens, at least mm-hmm. I can rest knowing that, like, okay, I'm at least. Like being obedient. I'm not like trying to like say I was perfect at that. But I I just remember there was like such rest in that to be like, okay, at least I'm in the right spot. And there was so much peace in that Mm -hmm. versus like the chaos of before where I was just kind of like squandering my life, to be honest. So
0: that's so cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool too because I know you majored in like uh, music business Mm -hmm. is that right yeah okay and you know that's not necessarily what you're doing but then about two years ago when we were like okay I was like I want to start LO worship and uh, who's gonna do it? And somebody had a major in a music business, and you had yeah. to like recap, you know. And obviously, it's been a long, like, two year journey of trying right. to get a worship off the ground. And this yeah. year, finally, we're going to do it. Um, which, more to come. Yeah, more to come. But yeah. I just think it's cool that, you know, God was really being intentional in every aspect of your life, which
1: mm-hmm. is awesome.
0: Thanks. You fought for it. It's Thank cool.
1: you. Well, y'all, you believed in me too when you brought me on the team, so. And I you tried. believed in me
0: when I had. Uh, <laughs> Just about nothing but a dream. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, a dream. here's yeah. the plan. <laughs> I haven't started the plan yet, yeah. but here's the
2: mission. It's wild. It's been the most wild and fun
0: journey. It has mm-hmm. been. It has been crazy. And Court, I mean, your story is so crazy in so many different ways. But I want to talk about you meeting Taylor. Because, I mean, so many girls want to hear relationship stories, and it was so sweet, and I think it was just such a random thing. And I think so many people think, like, like they stress about finding the person, and I always say, like, I hate how he even said, like, finding the person, because, like, finding makes it seem like we have to, like, go looking, and I don't even know that you would find the person if you were set out to hunt for them, because I don't know that you'd pick the person, you know? Like, yeah. God God has to bring that person to you, you know? Or God will reveal that that person is the one for you. It's not like you have to go on this search, because mm-hmm. I don't know that if I was searching the whole world, like, let me just say first, I think Christian is the hottest person ever and the most amazing. (laughs) But just even him being um, where he was in life, he was at a fraternity in Auburn, fully college student, fully doing Mm -hmm. that. And I was in Nashville, fully doing my thing. I wouldn't have thought that was going to be it, you know, Mm -hmm. but it was, and it was perfect. And so just say, that, just say, like we put all this pressure on us Mm -hmm. when actually like God has a good plan. And your story seems so random, like how it happened with the group text, but just tell the story because it's so cool. Oh
2: my gosh, it was random but it's not like when you look through the lens of like oh wow like God was so at work but when you're in that moment at the time it does feel random you're like what is happening yep but, yeah, I just feel like it's just so fun to think back because I really would not have met my now husband had I not said yes to Sadie's dream and moved to Nashville and say, okay, let's just do this. And I'm just going to say, she didn't just, like, move to Nashville, like the classic, oh, I moved
0: to Nashville because I'm from a small town. <laughs> She's from a very awesome place in California, like, by the ocean, like, living a very good life, like, Malibu, I'm talking. And she moved to Franklin, Tennessee. I did. I did. Really before Franklin was what it but, is now, yeah. you know? And for something for LO that was not anywhere where it is it's, now, it was crazy. It was a leap of faith,
1: <laughs> and, and left friend. a big, like a real person job. Oh
0: yeah, like a legit job. Yeah, real person. Yeah, job. This, this is, is way just, more fun
2: though. So yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was worth it.
0: We're just making sure that people know. No, yeah, oh, yeah. They gotta
2: know. Oh yeah, but I just I feel like even before I moved, like backing up to that season, I was living in LA at the time, and I was so like on the search to find. To find my person. And it just Mm -hmm. wasn't working. Like, Mm -hmm. I just dating was just so hard. And I remember hitting this point where I was just over it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I don't need that. And right at that point was also when Sadie had the invitation of, like, hey, like, I'm starting this thing. Like, you should come. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not attached. This is the time in my life I can go do it. And so I was just all in. So, meanwhile, as I was preparing to make the move, I was at church with a friend one night. Um, One of those friends, you're like, I don't know super well, but it's a friend that I have, so let's hang out. And I was telling her, like, yeah, I think I'm moving to Nashville. You know, I, I really don't know anyone, but I'm just going to go for it. She's like, oh, well, I know this, this kid I went to elementary school with. And I'm like, that's a weird way to start a conversation. And she's from Tampa, Florida, and we are currently in Los Angeles, California. And she's like, yeah, if there's anyone, like, I can connect you. And I'm sitting here like, that is so random, but okay, I'll take it. Like, I'll take any friend I can get, right? Which is just like... Honestly, like, okay, like, <laughs> I don't
0: know. let's just stop for a second. Yeah, back if, up. If, like, someone I, like, if someone was, like, oh, I'm moving to West Monroe, like, or I'm moving... Wherever I wouldn't be like, Oh, yeah, I had this friend from elementary school that I have to let you meet yeah. because, like, that's it's a guy elementary school. It's not like
1: this person like such
2: significance
1: he about He was cool life. in fifth grade, he yeah. might still well, be fun. Spoke highly of him yeah. as a fifth grader, <laughs> you sure know, he was
2: hasn't seen him in forever. Just you know, let me send him a Facebook message. Hey, I mean, Facebook really Facebook. connecting the dots wow. there. So I said, Sure, that's that's great, thank you. <laughs> She um I did not do any Facebook stalking. I was like, I don't wanna go down that Impressive. trail. I was like, I'm not. My friends did, but more I mature look than out. i am. you're very restrained. And, under um, restraint. and so this girl, she connected us and via text then. So it went off Facebook to text of just like, Hey, I wanna introduce you to this girl, she's moving, you could be a new friend. So we texted a little bit and I'm like, This just feels like weird. Like why don't I just wait till I get there? You know, there's not much we can do. And I did go out to visit. I'm I'm sharing all the details. I love it. it. Okay. I went out to visit and hung out with both of you and I was supposed to get lunch with this Fifth grade friend from Tampa, Florida. Oh my gosh! And y'all said you're going to Zumba, and I'm like, I don't even like to dance, but I'd rather do that than go meet. Than go I, to I not know that. I remember
1: that Zumba. Yeah, so we like, would have been like, no, go, if we would have known. Yeah, Oh, we, we didn't. We were
2: no, yes. just, just friends. friends. Just, yeah. Thanks for so choosing us. We didn't know. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna, zo- I'm gonna go for the girlfriends over this like random person. You know, whatever. I, I'm moving eventually. I'll see him then. So I, I bailed for Zumba. Wow! You know, always a good wow. Place, which he knows this, so it's you know, awesome. not a surprise. And then yes, when I moved, I was just like, I guess I should just reach out to this person. His name's Taylor, and um, so I just remember texting him saying, "Hey, like I just moved. Want to hang out?" Like, yes. What are you supposed to say to someone? You know, I know. the fifth grade friend of a friend. friend. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> and. um... It truly was the sweetest surprise. I just remember going to lunch after church, most casual thing during the day. Wasn't it like Taqueria date? Taqueria, which is so good. It's really good. good. I missed that in my life. So good. good. And I remember walking in, and I wasn't really nervous, I think, just because I had no expectation. I was like, I'm just going to do this and show up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a good... Way to go about like your friendships and even like dates, like just show up and be confident in who you are and don't have expectations on it. Yeah, like just be open handed. That's good. So, that's what we did, and we were at lunch for three hours. Uh, Oh, I remember that. What are you doing? I remember
0: I remember saying up some nights, like, what's Court doing? She's falling in love. (laughs) Like,
2: this, he's interesting. I were so
0: interested in him, which was like so cute because he is such an interesting person. Like, there's so much to him, and y'all are. The perfect combo, like it's so sweet. But I love how you said, like you, you know, we're texting him in California, but then you're like, okay, what can we even do? I'm just gonna wait it out. And then like you came to Nashville, and you came to the Zoom, but you didn't rush it into like going to lunch. And I think so many girls think like, you know, I'm gonna mess it up if yeah. like, I'm gonna miss the opportunity, yeah. and they're like, they're so like they put all this pressure on themselves. so like, what if I mess this up? And so they like you know, totally just um, ditch their friends for the guy or they start like, you know, spending all their time messaging and stuff like that. And it's not, it's really bad to message all the time and talk all the time but it is when it's out of the intention of like I have to do this because I'm striving like to you know lock this in before I mess it up right. and I just love how you just rested in the fact that like if it's gonna be it's gonna be and then it was and now you're married it really and was. like it's just incredible but you just like had such an ease to the whole yeah. journey
1: and that will preach I mean you did Thanks I, I nice. remember when you guys were dating and I I'm like the classic like when are y'all gonna get engaged when are y'all get like and you're like we're just we're taking it our time like you were you never rushed you didn't and now I look back and I wasn't I'm not like oh they dated forever they weren't engaged yeah. it was like what were those extra like everyone's like you have to get engaged at the one year mark or whatever. Yeah. But you're like no, like we're gonna we're we're still we're dating like you yeah. you really like you and Taylor were very steady. Thanks for
2: saying that. No, truly, and I think I felt that from the mo the first lunch, like the time that we hung out, I just felt so at ease and comfortable mm-hmm. to just be myself, and I think both of us felt that. Right. And you know, we we became good friends, and then we started dating. And yes, yeah. I was interested from the beginning, but also open handed. Pretty like, cool. You know what? Either way, how this turns out, like if we're friends, this is gonna be awesome because this. Yeah. Yeah. be a great friend. Yes. Like, if we're more than friends, it's going to be even more awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's how it turned out. But there was never like a rush and I feel like that was yeah. just so like a gift from the Lord of me going from wanting to have everything figured out before yeah. I moved to yeah. just being comfortable of like let's just see what happens yeah it's
0: good oh wow we I all learned. need that word like yeah to rush things because we try to rush everything and it's because I think it's because like our world is just going so fast and yeah. you just feel like you have to keep up with the pace of the world yeah but there's something just so freeing about stepping out of that fast train that the world's mm-hmm. on just being like just gonna watch that go yes, by yeah. and i'm just gonna go enjoy the little scenery you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so nice yes.
1: i want that like in my relationship i've saw all you guys do that i really have not even before this conversation like i've recognized that and i want to take that into my own future too because that was really cool it's how so you guys good. set
2: that up it's okay to get excited about things yeah, yeah. yeah. Really oh intriguing. there was some giddiness, giddiness. Talk about the future yeah. Yeah, or, you were like, you meet your person you're like Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. You know, but I think just yeah, trust in the Lord. Like yes. truly Good. trusting his timing. Yeah. And that goes beyond dating too. That goes I, that's with what everything. I was saying.
0: Like I'm obviously yeah. not in the dating season of my life. I'm very much securely married and have a daughter. But like I'm like, that's speaking to me, like just the rush of mm-hmm. life. Like just chill and just relax and you don't have to, you know, you're not gonna mess it up. You're not gonna mess up God's plan, you right. know, for your life by Taking time because, mm-hmm. like, actually, God's in that time. Right. It's just so beautiful. Um, okay, I was thinking we could finish this podcast by let's share the funniest memory we've had together. Oh. And I don't know what that is. So, what is the funniest oh, memory that wow. comes to mind? Because honestly, I can think of a million.
2: Oh God! We can take our time to think about it for a mm-hmm. second. Okay. We've had a lot of travel and trips together, oh, yeah. which are usually some really good memories and bonding moments. <laughs>
0: Do y'all that's, know what I'm thinking of right
2: one. now? Are you thinking of the first trip
0: that
1: will really embarrass me? No. Okay, good. I'm not gonna bring that up. Thank you. Okay, no. what's the other one? Oh, I was thinking about the time that we were in Canada together.
0: I was thinking that too. <laughs> Wait, when? I mean, I know when we were in Canada, Edward Island. Island. I just saw on our road trip that day. Oh, oh I'm gonna tell the story. You have to. You have to. Go ahead. Okay, I'll start it. So, since Steph didn't embarrass me, now I'm embarrassing her. That's terrible. So, Seth, Court, and I have traveled literally, like, all around the world Rope. together. And it's been so fun. And we have a lot of really funny Memories and honestly, any one of us could be the the point of embarrassment. Yes, so this one happens to land
1: on you. I'm gonna take the fall on this one, we'll take the next time. Yeah, I mean, I
0: guess I could share mine too, but we'll we'll, save it, we'll we'll, we'll save save it, and we'll let you be the moment here. Thank you. Okay, so Steph's from Michigan, okay, and like
2: Northern. I'm not saying that
0: everyone from Michigan is like this, but this girl is from Northern Michigan, and she does not like hot weather at all and but i think her problem is she never wears shorts she never wears t-shirts up. she always has long sleeves and right. pants on like she's always dressed for northern michigan even though you've lived in nashville for 10 years exactly yeah. which is a huge part of your problem i,
1: I exactly i need to actually <laughs> surrender to the fact that i live in a southern state Growing up, I don't think I ever wore shorts. It was just never got cold. Because if you start
0: wearing, like, or never, never got, got hot. hot. never got it high. It's very man. cold. So yeah, kidding. so if you start wearing shorts and stuff, you might actually not yeah. mind the warm weather. Right. So anyways, she yeah. never wears shorts. She, anyway, yeah. she never wears t-shirts, stuff like this. So we were literally going to the beach in Canada and Prince Edward's Island. And we're, like, going there. And we're, like, thinking about going and laying out. Because we're like, yeah, we should just go lay out, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, Steph, you know, come to think of it. I don't think I've ever seen your legs. Like, I don't think I've. Ever... It came out like so funny. And Steph so was like, Really? I guess you probably haven't because I never wear shorts. And so she's like, Want to see? So we're standing. At this beach with, like, all these people out there. And let me just put this into perspective. It's not just, like, a sand beach. It's, like, a red rock beach because it's, like, in Canada. So something about the glare of the sun hitting the red rocks. And Steph hikes her leg up and pulls her (laughs) pant leg up. And I'm telling you, this is the whitest
1: thing ever. It was translucent. (laughs) It was translucent. It was was glowing. glowing white. It almost looked angelic. It was... (laughs) Why I have to show this, a picture of The, the that sun moment. beam hitting it at the right it's angle, like, and we all, uh, uh, yeah, was, we. I just, think we laughed about 30 minutes. It was so much.
0: I, I was, like, trying not to embarrass her. It's like, obviously, like, there's a confident it, moment. It it's a vulnerable like, moment, I mean it was like vulnerable ladies. It a brave moment to show us a uh, ghostly leg. A ghost leg, and me and were like, oh, my gosh. Like we like, that's a Michigan
2: leg
1: if I've ever Listen, seen one. You just got to own You gotta own your northern leg.
2: Yeah, instead, I feel like you have shorts now. I own shorts now. I actually do.
1: In a
0: world of spray tans, be the girl who has the translucent (laughs) legs. That's the takeaway for this episode. That's takeaway. So, well, that's good. Y'all will be seeing graphics tomorrow about translucent lines. So. Oh, my gosh. So, well, I've oh loved this. Gosh. This has been so fun. And uh, I hope you guys have loved just sitting in on a chat with some of my sisters and friends. We'll do this more with other sisters and friends. I'm sure Court and Steph will be on this podcast episode Uh this podcast show a few times um but we have some fun episodes coming and uh gosh it has been fun thanks thank for not so much me. for
1: having us and we'll bring that story next time great so, yeah.
0: we'll see the cliffhanger it. so cliffhanger. yeah and if, if y'all remember, will want to so you know it you will love that okay, okay. thank yeah. you for having us movie guys love y'all love, love you so. guys